It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half-happiest season of all With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings When friends come to call It's the half-happiest season of all Parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing, and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Welcome to the Love Show in 950 94.9 FM. Orlando on the Matt Buff Show Christmas special. We got some great guests for you tonight. Special surprises, prayers, music. And cooking everything on the Buff Show Christmas special. It's going to be awesome. Tell your friends to jump on in. Check us out on Facebook.com slash The Buff Show Orlando. Twitter, Twitch, streaming live everywhere tonight as well. And if you're in your car, Merry Christmas to you. Drive safe. It's going to be a wonderful Christmas season. That's for sure. Let's get things started off with rocker Michael Graves. Michael, welcome back to The Buff Show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. For unto you, a Savior is born, and that's why we celebrate Christmas. It's amazing. Jesus Christ came to save us from our sins, put us on the right track, and his name is still just as powerful as it was yesterday. Amen to that. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Absolutely. I tell you what, it just we have the left in this country that just seems to despise everything we believe in. But here they are shopping for Christmas presents and doing all the things that we do. Of course. We commercialize it, but we like to celebrate the true meaning, too. <laughs> right, right. And that's certainly the difference. They're, the holiday for, for leftists is a, is a materialistic one. And although us believers, or us Christians, we, we, we absolutely do um, uh, delve into that part of the holiday, but mostly it's it's... It's uh, it's the birth of our Savior that that we celebrate. Well, indeed, and I I, lo- I love the whole season as well. I love the Christmas songs, dashing through the snow, all the stuff, sitting by a fire. Um, we've become really busy as a society. You don't really yeah. see many sleigh bells ringing, and yeah. thanks to Joe Biden, there's not a lot of sleigh bells ringing on any shelves in America. But, yeah. uh, we're doing yeah. the best we can. I love, I love the season too, especially when you hear the carols. You know, the, the Christmas carols. There's there's an overt, um, you know, Chris, there's overt Christianity to it. All the songs are singing to the Savior, and how the the, the Savior of, of the world is coming back. It's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I love this. T- I love this time of year for sure. Joy to the world. Yeah, the Savior has come. I mean, yeah. some of those songs were written so many years ago. 
decades and decades ago. And then they get remade by like Michael Blue Blay and something. And it's good. It's good to hear. <laughs> if you're yeah, I, I stick with the old, you know, the old stuff. Um, it just has a certain sound to it. And there's um uh, there's a believability to it as well. Like you said, there's a lot of remakes, but really, if if this, if if a lot of the carols aren't rooted in belief that Jesus was born, it was that scripture was fulfilled, that prophecy was fulfilled, and the and the Savior, um, the one that would come, that that and and beat the devil and and beat sin and conquer death. Jesus was born to die, and we and that's what we celebrate. There really is a a, a disconnect when I, I think in a lot in a in a large part of the material that's that's redone as far as uh, you know the Christmas songs and the carols go. What's one of your favorite? What's what are some of your favorites? Like Bing Crosby's record is still like top four of all time. That's a I great one. Yeah, I'm a Andy Williams fan too. I love that record. Um, I I I I love um, like Dean Martin, you know anything that Dean Martin sings. I love the fact he does a he does a version of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and in the middle he calls, you know, he goes Rudy, you know, it's like yeah. Dean <laughs> so on the level that that he shortens up Rudolph's name to Rudy <laughs> to make him cool, like Dean yeah. Martin. <laughs> Dean Martin, cool. Yeah, and the background singers on that one are really good, too. It's a really cool, classy Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song. Yeah, it's very American as well. When I listen to the old, classic, traditional carols, the, the, the Christmas songs, it's very, very American. Very American. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like it's a wonderful time of the year. The most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. It just People don't realize that Andy Williams just went on TV and – He's just standing there, and then he starts belting the song. I mean, the guy had a phenomenal voice, but uh, that is a that is a good one too. Sitting around the campfire, telling ghost stories. I mean, what a great Christmas song! Excellent, yeah. <laughs> you might be able to perform a song for us on the show today—a Christmas song. I am. I'm. I'm going to perform a, a a song, and I, I'll be honest with you, it's it's an exclusive. I've never performed a Christmas song before. I've never sang Christmas song in in public. Really? This is the first? This is the first, yeah. The Misfits never did a Christmas album? No. <laughs> so this no. other show exclusively, rocker yeah. Michael Graves is going to bust out a Christmas song. Which one are you going to sing for us today? Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh, great. Let's do it right now. All right. I'm Since we were talking about Christmas songs, and we're breaking news here, breaking history. This is awesome. Uh-huh. All right. You hear good? Yeah, we're good. Have yourself... A merry little Christmas Let your heart be light Next year all our troubles will be out of sight 
Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Next year all our troubles will be miles away. Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of yours. Faithful friends who are dear to us will be near to us once more. Someday, soon we all will be together. If the fates allow, until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Merry Christmas. Yay! <laughs> Michael Graves, for the first time in his career, sings a Christmas song, and it's a great one. Have yourself a little a merry little Christmas on the Buff Show. How did that feel, Michael? That felt good. <laughs> that felt good. Meet me, in, meet me in St. Louis is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, and I, I um, so yeah, yeah, that felt good. Thanks, Buff. Yeah, you got it, man. That's awesome. Thanks for doing that. Because uh, now maybe next year we'll have a whole CD out of Michael Craig's favorite <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> now you did a great job and the acoustic version of that song is really good some of those christmas songs that you hear that just touch your heart are the ones that are just simplified you know yeah. just a, a guitar you have yourself a merry little christmas um when you talk about joe chestnuts roasting on an open fire you know that song isn't called chestnuts roasting on an open fire <laughs> It's I called the Christmas song. The Christmas song, right? <laughs> Very good. What's on tap for you um, in the new year, as far as tours and schedules and things like that? Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to get together a, uh, an American run. I'd like to go out in the states. I am tentatively planning on on getting back to Europe again. The world is crazy. Jumping through all these. These COVID loops is insane. Um, South America is 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 on sale, and the shows are selling out. I'll, I'll be in South America, hopefully, in July of next year. So I'm really pressing forward to get back out on on the road. Uh, I'm going to release some new music that I've been working on, and I'm really going to as well focus on on the video aspect of. Uh, of things I, I have a I have a ton of video and film equipment and it's a um, it's a passion of mine so I'm gonna try to release some short films and some videos and continue to work on the the feature length films that I've been writing 
Oh, that's great. And if you need a very qualified actor that's bald and beautiful, Matt Buff is here for you. Uh, I already got you on the list, bro. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. When you're out there doing shows, I mean, we talked about this uh, during the last tour, how we there was gigs that were canceled because you're a Christian conservative. There was gigs you couldn't do because of the vaccination status. I mean, during the Christmas season, is it really a good thing to segregate people by a shot? I mean, this is not the America, and this is not in Christmas spirit to tell people, like Anthony Fauci said, just disinvite your unvaccinated friends to Christmas. That causes major division. It's horrible. Yeah, it really does. On both sides of of the aisle, whether you're vaccinated or, or not vaccinated, the key word here is is divisiveness and 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 dividing people and making them seem like they're dirty and making them seem like they're sick and they're you know there's certain people that might cause others to become ill. It's horrible to the to the point where here in New York, when the legislative session starts again, January fifth, they're taking up bills. I, I think it's uh, House Resolution A sixteen or so. There's a couple that they're taking up. Um, one of which is to be able to forcibly detain somebody who is deemed a public health hazard by the by the governor simply. And that's that's all that needs to be done with this legislation is the governor points at somebody. They don't even need their name, it says in the legislation, just a, a basic description of them. And you can and will be detained in a covid detention facility for um, for a period of 30 to 60 days. Um, it says that 90 days is the most, but it can be um, it, it can be continued indefinitely if, if they so wish, as well as doing away with with in um, the consent. Once uh, in New York, the legislation, once a, a child becomes 14, they'd be allowed to decide whether or not they get this vaccination. There's a there's a couple of bills like that. So this goes way beyond just disinviting people. To the, to the Christmas party that you're having or the Christmas dinner. This is literally, you know, like like the what they did to the Japanese during World War II. They want to dump everybody's, and they are, they're going to dump everybody's vaccination status into this national database like they did in World War II with the with Japanese people, with, with the, the Census Bureau, and they're going to come after everybody. So enjoy your Christmas dinner, everybody, because... 2022 is is setting up to be crazy. Thought 2021 was insane. Ooh, you can oh, see nothing. Kathy, Kathy Hochul doing this as an unelected, unelected governor. This is like a bad Michael Bay film, and it's ruining our Buff Show Christmas special buzz too. When we hear stuff like that, <laughs> we won't let them do that. They won't kill it. Michael Graves, enjoy Christmas with your family. Try not to check IDs at the door, right? Yeah, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> all right, absolutely. At our house, we're having all all the family members coming here have made it very clear they're all vaccinated. They're coming to the unvaccinated house. So I think that's interesting. And there's nothing to worry about. You have 17 shots and a mask. Here should be just fine. <laughs> should be good to go. Merry Christmas, Michael Graves. Merry Christmas, Matt Buff. You guys stay with us. Much more to come. Cooking specials, prayer specials, all kinds of stuff on the Buff Show. Stay with us. 
Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour drafts every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines, $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events tonight. It's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Friday's live music and happy hour, then brunch with $10 champagne over the weekend. Mention the Buff Show. Get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com. Get ready to take down a phone number and website address. Everybody's talking about solar, specifically about solar electricity. And there are a lot of bold claims being made about it. Maybe someone told you that a one-size-fits-all solar system will work for you. You can go off the grid. You can create a power plant on your roof and retire from selling the extra energy back to your power company. Or maybe you saw the TikTok claiming the government's giving away free solar. The list goes on. All Solar is committed to working with homeowners directly to offer them a dose of reality. All Solar Energy has been providing Floridians with solar pool heat, solar electric, and other energy reduction products since 1999. In addition to homeowners, All Solar is the number one choice for roofing companies, property management firms, national sales teams, and even other solar companies. To learn what's really possible and if solar will even work for you, call them or go to their website and request a free energy evaluation. Spend some time with an expert and get all your questions answered about your specific energy saving needs. Learn about how you can reduce your electric bill before you consider solar. Make a fully informed decision so you don't have regrets down the road. What do you have to lose? Here's their number, 866-412-4218. And the website, www.allsolarenergy.com. Welcome back to the Buff Show, rolling along here on our fabulous Christmas special. Hope you guys are having a good time. Check out thebuffshow.com for shows, past interviews, and more. And we're going to bring out a very special guest as we continue this awesome special tonight. Reverend Rick Cole is on the show with us. He's senior pastor at the uh, Capitol Christian Center in Sacramento, California, and author of the book Incarnate, Jesus Among the Broken. Rick, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. Thank you, Matt. It's a special Christmas season and a really delight to be with you today. Oh, it's really, really great to have you. When we were talking about getting you on the show, I said Reverend Rick would be great for the Christmas special (laughs) and absolutely is right. There's a lot of people out there that are getting together with families and doing the joyous thing. But sometimes, Reverend Rick, people forget what Christmas is all about. Yeah, that's so true. There's so much activity that goes on, and I think people do get distracted from, you know, the fact that we have a Savior who came to make everything right for us, and if we can get our focus onto Him, then everything around it makes that special moment all the more special, no doubt. No, that is absolutely true. I want to talk about your book, too, for a little bit. Yeah. Because it's it's called Incarnate, Jesus Among the Broken. Why the title? What's the premise? For sure. We started working with our city and our mayor had invited us in to help with some of the homeless issues, which have really escalated. They continue to escalate in our 
country, it seems, and so much so in our city here. So we gathered some churches to help with a winter sanctuary program where we would bus homeless people from the downtown to local churches at night and care for them, have a warm place for them to sleep just during the winter from November to March in our city here. And so in doing that, it was really a wonderful thing that the city was funding the buses and funding the security for that. And they ran out of funds for that. So they, the mayor asked if we could help raise some private funding. So this is where the idea came from for me actually to go live on the streets for a couple of weeks with the homeless, draw some attention to homeless issues, have people donate to get the preacher off the street kind of a thing. And um, so it was kind of a, a targeted effort to raise the funding, which we successfully did. Thankfully, people really responded well to that. But what happened in my heart, I think I didn't expect. When I was living with people that were broken, people I'd walked by often and you know, think that, why don't they get a job? And you know, there's so many problems that people have and have kind of gotten themselves into. I think I had the mindset at times like, man, they just need to figure it out. And as I sat with them and started hearing their story, I started seeing how they still have value. And some of that self-drive has just been stripped away. They don't really even have the capacity to figure out next steps without somebody helping them. And that's what the book came from, that experience. When one of my friends said, you know what you did? You went incarnate. I'm like, I wasn't thinking of it like that, but there's a theology behind Jesus coming. That's what Christmas is about. He came incarnate into the world, into my experience as a human, and then lifted the burden off of me by his life and by his sacrifice for me. And that that's what the book became about was how can we carry some of the challenge and some of the burdens of the people around us like Jesus did for me. If I could live as Jesus among the broken, that I might be able to bring some light to some of the darknesses in the world. That is amazing. It's like you said before, it's not about doing what's easy. It's about doing what's right. And mm. this experience that you had, what did people around you while you were living there, what were they thinking? What kind of conversations were you having? Yeah, there's so many layers in the homeless experience from mental illness. That's a really difficult person to help. Is it really not in their right mind? They, they need some professional assistance to the addiction behaviors, to the person then that just is on a, a bad streak where they were close to the margins, lost their job, didn't have some family maybe around them. So there was a lot of layers to the conversations. And I, I found that uh, there wasn't a lot of judgmentalism among the homeless. Like there's a community where they even look out for each other quite a bit. And I saw value in their soul that here's a person that still is human, still has challenges for sure in their life, but there's hope. And if we can find the hope even for that broken person, I think that's what kind of stirred in my heart to start seeing people um, as, as valuable and not as somebody to be discarded. What can we do around the country on this Christmas as we head in with our families and friends? What are some of the things we can do you know, we see the guys on the corner sometimes, but what more could we do as Christians for our society? One of the things that happened at Christmas right after this experience I had 
my family got together for Christmas. I have adult children and, and my oldest son had come out with me uh, for a couple of nights to experience what that was like to live on the street for overnight. And it touched him and he gave me a gift that Christmas that, that really moved me. He made a donation to Loaves and Fishes. It's a Catholic run organization. They feed about 700 homeless people every day. And it's a place where I had gone to frequently for help when I was out there with the homeless. And he had gone there with me and a gift he gave me was a donation to Loaves and Fishes in my name. And I opened this envelope and saw this certificate. It, it brought me to tears, actually, like, wow, that's the most special gift I think I might have received that in my name, uh, money was given to help somebody that was broken. So actually, I thought, you know, that's an interesting way. Find organizations in the community that are helping hurting people. Make a donation to that in a family member's name. Make that a Christmas gift. And sincerely, every year since then, uh, my son, Nate, he's made a point of doing that every year. And I can almost anticipate and expect it. And it still moves me each year that that gift comes. In just you know a couple of days, uh, we're going to have this family experience again. And I anticipate that. I, I think that's really one, one way of reaching out is... Um, looking for groups that are really effectively doing work and participate, make a donation to something that they're doing in a family member's name. Wow, that is a fantastic idea. I want everybody to take that to heart because it's something that can easily be done. And you get that envelope, it's got to make you feel so good. Yeah. And with Loaves and Fishes and some other organizations, you they will actually give you the data on how many people you've helped. That's for sure. Yeah, it really is special. Another thing we do just through our church, we do a grocery giveaway. We just had that this last Sunday, a drive through where people came. We gave out turkeys and a full Christmas dinner. And so if there's you know any connection to uh, faith groups or things like that that are doing something special to volunteer and come alongside, we had a whole you know, number of volunteers that helped bag the groceries, that helped pass them out. Something happens in our hearts, too, when... We not only donate uh, finances, but donate our time. And so that's another way, I think, of looking for you know, some way to put my life into it in a personal way. No, that's fantastic. And people forget, too, sometimes that Jesus's mission when he was on this earth was for the broken, for the people. Yeah. And, and when you think about like people who would carry somebody to Jesus, hmm. they believed without knowing too much about him at that time. Didn't know too yeah. much about him, but the rumors and the everything right. went around. And his name is still as powerful today as it was yesterday. Wow. That's beautiful picture, what you just described. Seeing someone care for another hurting person that couldn't get there on their own, and someone's there to help them get there. That's an amazing picture of just what we're talking about. I appreciate you saying that. It touches me. Well, that's great. Would you like to do a prayer for our country on the show tonight? I would love to. Okay, yeah. Pastor, uh, Reverend Rick Cole, go ahead. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this Christmas season and what it means to us that you loved us enough to come become one of us and then die for us. Thank you for that sacrifice. And I pray over our country today, people that are broken, people that may not understand mm -hmm. you and how great you are, how loving you are. May there be some kind of revelations that would come that 
people would see your beauty and see your grace and open up their heart. We pray, Lord, for a, a change in our country from the trials and the challenges, people that are broken, that they would find healing because of you and what you've come to do. Just bring about that wave of grace over this land. We need leaders. We pray for leaders that would step into following you and just give us a renewal of faith in this season in our country. And we pray for darkness to flee and the light to shine brightly. We thank you for your love for us today. Pray that love would spread in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Reverend Rick Cole, everybody on the Buff Show. The book is Incarnate, Jesus Among the Broken. Thank you so much for joining us today on this Christmas special. It's a privilege. Thank you, Matt. All right. Merry Christmas to you and your family. You bet. We'll be right back on the Buff Show. You guys stay with us. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Since 2012, Cellular Tronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair and electronics repair. We fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. We also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up, back covers are only $120. We have two locations to serve you in Sanford and DeBerry. Visit Cellulartronics.com or call 4 4- 07-302-3396. That's cellulartronics.com or 407-302-3396. Welcome back to the Buff Show, the Christmas special. Rolling along today. Hope you guys are having a good time with us. Check out thebuffshow.com for past interviews, including Freedom Foundation Thursdays on the Buff Show. All right? And we're going to bring on, from the Freedom Foundation, looking very dapper in her elf costume with a nice Christmas tree in the background, Ashley Varner from the Freedom Foundation. Great to have you. Great to be back, Matt. How you doing? Oh, doing great. Just enjoying the Christmas special. Trying to get everybody in the mood. Even though there's empty shelves, everything costs more this year than maybe ever before. But that's where you guys come in at the Freedom Foundation. Maybe break away from the union and put a little more money in your pocket. That's right. We have been spreading Christmas cheer, the good news of keeping more of your own money and your own paycheck. And uh, we've been doing it up and down the East Coast for the first time ever in the organization's history. Uh, we did Santa Canvassine from 
Washington, D.C., uh, Northern Virginia, up to Maine. So it was a fun time. We can go into more detail, but I got to tell you, we didn't have a single hostile interaction because nobody wants to be mean to elves right before Christmas. <laughs> that would be a bad thing and a good way to get on the naughty list. That's right. Even though the unions think you guys are the naughty list. I mean, we were talking to your fellow from, uh, what was he, Pennsylvania? Joe. And he, Joe, was he was just getting uh, hate, hate, hate. And then he gets this little package of white powder. And actually, it wasn't snow, but thank God it wasn't something dangerous either. But the implication is bad. The unions hate, loathe people being free. You know, it's really despicable. We get hate mail in all of our offices in every state. We get we get what he talked about, the vulgar, the vile, the even homophobic nature of the messages that we get from people who are supposed to be the most tolerant and inclusive among us. Uh, but yes, what they fear, what they hate are their union members finding out that they don't actually have to pay part of their paychecks to fund the union bosses' lavish lifestyles and leftist politics. So they try to shut us down, intimidate us, and push us out of the public square everywhere they can. And that's why it was so important for us to do this East Coast tour, because we got to talk to people for the first time who had never heard of the Freedom Foundation. They had never met someone from the Freedom Foundation. And we had all kinds of wonderful conversations from people who had no idea that they had a choice. And we were, we were sharing these cards uh, wonderful postcards telling people you could save hundreds of dollars every year. You can give yourself a Christmas bonus. We were handing these out. Um, we were able to get several um, public employee buildings to take them into their offices, their HR um, offices or whatnot. We put wow. them on community boards all over the place. So people who had never heard of us before didn't know that they had a choice. They're starting to see it uh, again Virginia, Maryland, uh, Dover, Delaware, Trenton, New Jersey, Albany, New York. We've even started getting some of these opt-outs since we were in those states. Um, imagine getting a few opt-outs from Trenton, New Jersey, just because you happened to be there and left a bunch of postcards around. And those guys had no <laughs> idea ahead of time. Wow, that's amazing. Trenton, New Jersey is a union. I mean, the, the whole state is just a union. So you're getting signups after this successful tour. Talk yeah. about personal stories that people had. Were most of them saying, I didn't know this was possible? You know, what's interesting is we were in Vermont and we walked all over um, the Vermont, basically the legislative complex around the Capitol. And we spoke to many employees who were on their lunch breaks or a smoke break uh, going to and from their cars Every person we spoke to, uh, they were happy to talk to us because, again, you can't be mean to an elf. So everyone was very nice. Uh, but when we would talk with them, we, we had several conversations where everyone said, I didn't know that I didn't have to pay. Are you kidding? I don't have to pay union dues. I can keep that. Wow. Give me that card. We had a couple of people say, give me a few more of those cards. And then one woman said, I'll take a stack and take it into my building. Um, they had no idea and we're very receptive to it. Then versus uh, New Hampshire, we went to New Hampshire right after Vermont and we walked around Concord, uh, same thing, legislative complex. And everyone we spoke to when we asked, are you a union member? They laughed at us, not in a mean way, but they were like, ha, I haven't been a union member for years. I stopped oh, wow. paying years ago. So in Vermont, no one knew they had a choice. In New Hampshire, everyone had already opted out, but we still had several people say, let me think if I know anybody who's still in the union, give me some of those cards. So that was, it was pretty fun to see the dichotomy between the two states. 
Well, that is great. And in in Delaware, in Dover, is it all Joe Biden country up there? Uh, we talked to a few people who, thankfully, I don't know their names, so I can't give them. And they were like, are you kidding? I don't have to pay these union dues. Give me some of those cards. Uh, nice. so, yeah, not, not necessarily the um, Biden sycophants, maybe, that we would anticipate of the, the home state of the president. So there are some people who are not willing to talk about it openly, but if they get into a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a friendly elf who just wants to help them keep their money, they, they say, all right, yeah, give me, I want to know how do I, how do I get out of this? So we're on with Ashley Varner dressed as an elf today. So she is spreading Christmas cheer from the Freedom Foundation and talk about the process real quick. We have union members that listen to the show and we'll be getting some questions on Ask Freedom Foundation. What is the process? So you give somebody a card. What happens next? Yeah, so we give them all the information that they need. So we're giving these cards. And if, if you can see, there's the business reply mail right here. We've already paid for you to send it in. Um, so you just fill out and return this back portion. Just give your name. It's for these. Um, sometimes we will send it to specific union lists. So it has the specific union president name, the specific union number. Uh, but these are the generic cards that we can give out all across the country. You just fill them out and turn them in. Again, postage is already paid. We get this, a, a copy of it so that we know it goes through our system and we know to follow up with you to make sure that you got out. Um, if you don't, you don't have to have a card though. This is just what we're leaving and mailing out to people we know. If you are a union member or you're a friend or family member of someone who's in a union who might not be uh, thrilled with their representation, you can just go to optouttoday.com. We have an interactive map. You just click on your state. You find your union. We have pages built out for all of the states and the unions that we're aware of in those states. Um, and you just click on it. We make it as easy as possible. You fill out the information. You send it in electronically. Again, we get a copy of that so that we know um, that you are trying to opt out and we can help follow up. We've had situations, and here's a, a story from Maryland. We've had situations where someone has done this through the website and then they were not, their union wasn't letting them out. Um, they contacted us for help. We contacted the union on their behalf. We had to contact them a couple of times. We told the union, if you are not going to let this person out, we're going to make you regret that you didn't just make it easy. And so this happened with one of our very good friends, Mr. Roland Roy. He is a school bus driver in Prince George's County, Maryland. And he Finally, we were able to get him out, but he has made it his mission now to make sure every bus operator throughout Prince George's County knows about their rights. We have mailed him a whole slew of these. He's passing them out all over his work site. When we were there on the west, on the east coast, east coast, um, we actually spent an afternoon on one of the bus sites just talking with all of the bus operators who came. And we have been getting a lot of uh, these postcards come back from Mr. Roy's co-workers who, again, we talked to them. And when we met them one-on-one, -on -one, they said, oh yeah, Mr. Roy's been talking to me about it. Oh yeah, I've heard about this. Give me one of those cards. And then they, they have heard about it from them. Then they see us. We let them know we helped him. We'll help you. If they don't let you out, we're here to help. And so we've started getting a whole slew of those cards coming in from Prince George's County, Maryland. Well, that sounds like it was a very successful trip. And when people don't know their options, they don't understand that was a Janus Supreme Court decision. And boy, those leftists, they sure like hiding that from their employees. Because unions are power. 
Uh, that, that's what I was just going to say. It's power for them, but information is power for your clients. And that's the good thing. And they can say, you know what? We can get that extra toy for Christmas this year, thanks to the Freedom Foundation. And it'll also help when the bills come in January, right? So, Oh, yes. The bills are coming. <laughs> exactly. What's next for you guys? Are you going to make another tour here in the new year? I'm not sure about the new year. We're still going to be reaching out. We're, we've got a campaign, honestly, for the teachers around the country who are still on, you know, Christmas break, winter break, whatever. So we have a campaign for teachers, which is, you know, still on winter break. You can take a permanent break from your union dues, opt out today. So we're doing some of those and we're still looking at that Build Back Better Act. I know we've been talking about it on your show for several weeks uh, Senator Manchin did come out and say he's not supporting it. It's done as far as he's concerned. But I'll tell you, the unions and the people in control are not going to let this die. They're not going to give up on it. So we're going to see this come in various forms early in 2022. And we're going to be on the lookout. We'll come back and keep you guys updated. But this was the Build Back Better Act was going to be a complete boondoggle Uh for taxpayers. And it was going to fund billions of, of taxpayer dollars for the unions to keep them in power, to keep the people who they elect in power. So this is too powerful. This is too much control for them to give up. We will be on the lookout and we'll let you guys know what happens when we see more legislation. If you want to hear, I'm talking to the listening audience here, if you want to hear more information on the Build Back Broke program from the union perspective, we have that show with Maxford Nelson from the Freedom Foundation. He broke it down and I was just shocked, Ashley. This bill is to unionize the country. I mean, it is shocking how much of the bill is specifically to make unions more powerful. And Max, you know, to his credit, he actually enjoys reading thousands of pages of legislation. <laughs> I, I told him that. I'm like, how do you know all this? He goes, I read it. Yeah. And, and he's one of very few who does. And so thank goodness for him and people like him who will read this stuff and break it down for us so the rest of us can understand it. Because otherwise, I think if we hadn't gotten this message out and other uh, organizations talking about what this was going to do and the little pieces that were hidden inside the legislation, this might have passed. But the more people found out about it, the more they realized they did not want any part of this. And they they let Joe Manchin know in West Virginia they didn't want this, as well as the other senators who were already against it. But this this died in 2021 for all intents and purposes because the people found out what Congress was trying to push through under the radar. Well, it's thanks to people like you and other groups that are out there getting this word out. It's not a Pelosi thing. You can't pass it to see what's in it. No, we want to know what's in it first. Ashley Warner. Yeah. What do I? We learned that lesson with Nancy Pelosi once. We're not going to do it again. Not doing it again. We're still paying ridiculous health care costs because of that decision. But that's another show. Optouttoday.com, freedomfoundation.com. Merry Christmas, Ashley Varner. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Absolutely. We'll be right back on The Buff Show with our cooking special. 
Veritas Tactical. Tactical. A family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force-on-force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Sarah Coating Services, laser engraving, and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000. 407-309-3000 and at VeritasTactical.com Veritas Tactical Oh, the dinner was grand to say the least So honor the lady who cooked the feast Mother, mother, thank you for the dinner All the fixings were great Nothing to it, mighty glad to do it Seeing how much you ate Welcome back to the Buff Show Christmas Special, 94.9 FM, AM 950, The Answer Orlando. Matt Buffy hosting in the Easy Chair in the Liam Fitzpatrick Studio. You know, this is a great time of year, and this is our last segment of the Christmas Special, too. It went by fast, didn't it? But this is a great time of year to talk about Christmas cookies and pies and meals, and we'd love to do that with Chef Andrew Gruel. Welcome to the Buff Show. <laughs> great to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. Now, Chef Gruel is an American chef and television personality. You've seen him on Food Network's Food Truck Face-Off, and he's the founder and CEO and executive chef chef of Slapfish, a seafood restaurant franchise based out of Huntington Beach, California. Andrew, great to have you on the show. It's, it's something we would love to talk to you about when it comes to Christmas food and everything, but I have to get your thoughts on just recent news in Chicago and New York where... They're putting vaccine mandates on people going in. They're paying people to stay home. Has any industry been hit harder than the restaurant industry? I mean, restaurant, then retail, right? You know, we all kind of get thrown in the same same basket. But I will say, this is killing entirely, possibly for good, the majority of the existing restaurants and retail operations to some degree in every one of those cities. Yeah, it's absolutely awful. Let's talk about where you're from, Huntington Beach, California. Are they finding the same restrictions there? No. So in you have Los Angeles County, and then south of Los Angeles County is like the only bastion of reason within California. It's Orange County. The sheriff has refused to enforce a lot of the mandates that have come down from the state. Now, what's really funny is, guess who is filling up Orange County right now? All those in L.A. So they vote for it in L.A., and then they drive down to Orange County to dine at all of our restaurants. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's why we saw the French laundry situation with Gavin Newsom. You know, they want these rules and restrictions, and it does hurt the restaurants really bad, but they don't, you know, they go on down to your neck of the woods to get a good meal because yeah. they're yeah. putting it on their own town. Yeah, Exactly. And it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a scary thing because I think it's set a precedent now, especially in the restaurant industry. For some reason, restaurants have been almost vilified through this pandemic. And, and it's like they want to take out all the independent guys and move all that business over to Amazon, Uber Eats, Postmates, DoorDash, the big corporations. Yeah, you and the schools. When it, when it comes to vilification, it's restaurants and the schools. And that's mm-hmm. what's just unbelievable because... If people don't want to go to a restaurant, they don't have to. (laughs) 
If you're too afraid to go to a restaurant, then don't go. But why are the rules and regulations? Is it because Americans can't think for themselves? Or or we're they're attempting to condition us to not think for ourselves, right? I mean, that's the amazing thing about this is that there's nothing being promoted in regards to healthy eating, exercise, getting outside, getting sunlight. It's all about staying inside, being scared, and taking a pill. And that is a way to create weakness amongst the general populace. And then from there, they can pretty much manage us any way they want, so long as we've got a certain level of fear. We would love to have your restaurant in Florida. We are completely open and free here, and our restaurants are doing very well, even though the left in our state, just like they are around the country, they just want everything locked down until some virus disappears Viruses don't disappear. I don't know if anybody told them that, but the study came out today out of California, out of a, um, a university there. I don't remember which one. I was I was looking at it earlier that said if you've had COVID, right, you're, even in a mild case, your natural immunity can last a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, University of, university of Washington. Uh, oh, it was Washington is what it was. You saw the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on Epoch Times. Uh, yeah. Basically, basically, you've had it. You're good. Yeah, and most people have had it. Um, it's just weird to see like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Gavin Newsom and all these crazy left-wing leaders that say they're, they're just doing ads for Big Pharma. And I thought Democrats used to hate Big Pharma, you know, and now they're doing ads for them. Well, it's, you know, and I, and I dug into it a little deeper. Do you know who the number one um, recipient of Big Pharma campaign funds in 2020 was? Who? Uh, let me guess, but I'll let you say it. <laughs> uh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Bernie Sanders, a huge yeah. proponent of Big Pharma. He was a big donor. Joe Biden was a big donor. They were, they were doing, uh, having him as a big donor as well. And, of course, Anthony Fauci, there's – there's rumors that he has stock in Moderna and Pfizer anyway. So uh, it just seems like this is just a great way for them to make money. Hey, we push out vaccines, stock goes up, we all get rich. Of course, of course. And furthermore, we shut everything down and then we can funnel the avenues of revenue through the corporations that contribute the most to our causes, to our campaigns. It's, it, you know, it's funny. For four years, we heard fascism, fascism, fascism. This actually is the definition of fascism, where corporations merge with government and control the populace. It absolutely is. It was just like in the last segment where we were talking to Freedom Foundation about how unions and Build Back Better are coordinating. They're coordinating legislation, unions are. The, I mean, it's just unreal. We've seen restaurants, and I know you've got a lot of friends in the restaurant industry. We've seen some, Andrew, that'll never come back. They're not coming back. Yeah. And it's when I talk about this on social media, I get smashed by the left and they say, oh, you're fear mongering and, you know, you're cherry picking data. Most restaurants fail. Well, let me say this. That's an accounting uh, misnomer. So in actuality, only about 15 to 20 percent of all startups in the small business retail space fail every year. This whole 80 percent of restaurants fail thing. That's actually not true. So when you see numbers of like 60 to 70 percent of restaurants in New York City right now that are getting shut down, even net out your 20 or 25 percent, you're still with you're still left with a with a total of 50, you know, 40 to 50 percent of all restaurants getting wiped out. Who's going to get that cheap real estate? 
the big corporations. They're going to take up that cheap real estate. They're going to turn it into ghost kitchens. They're going to turn it into multi-unit corporations, or they're just going to wipe out the real estate for something new. Yeah, that's what they're going to. And I thought of China when you said that too. China loves buying real estate. Oh, bingo, bingo. And, uh, you know, you're not really getting much individuality on the menu, if you will, literally and figuratively when it comes to China. No, absolutely. So I had to run that stuff by you. I want everybody to check out uh, chefgruel.com. That's C-H-E-F-G-R-U-E-L, chefgruel.com. You got a lot of cool stuff on there. And this is a, you've been doing this for so long. Usually at Christmas time, you come on and talk about your favorite Christmas dishes and some something new that might be on the menu. And here we are talking about Americans' freedom to either go to a restaurant, operate a restaurant without showing their papers. Did you ever think we'd be in a situation like this? Oh, I never could have predicted this. Even a year ago, I couldn't have predicted this. You know, it wouldn't, it doesn't surprise me, but I wouldn't have predicted it because I would have actually given a lot more credit to the general populace to understand and um, you know, um, analyze what's happening right now as being a power grab. I mean, look, when you see fake videos coming, this whole thing was predicated upon all the fake videos coming out of China. Those videos were proven to be fake. All the hospital yeah. videos, all produced, all fake. Now we actually have real videos of people dropping dead on, on sports fields and they're getting completely ignored. This whole thing is turned around backwards. Let's talk about that for a second, because I've seen over 100 athletes with severe heart problems. And, and what it, what's the one thing they all have in common? They've been vaccinated. And these are young, strong people that were just fine before. And I, are you talking about that same thing? I saw this and it's just remarkable. Yeah. And look, you know, I don't I, st- I don't think that's a referendum on vaccines. I think that that is just an, another um, piece of the puzzle when it comes to each person making their own individual decision, their own risk analysis as to whether or not they feel that they should be taking the vaccine. And then from there, they can make that decision for themselves. Yeah, that's it. If you just like the TV commercials, you see, hey, try this pill. And then they have to spend 30 seconds of the commercial listing all the side effects. Why don't they do that with this? Hey, this might cause blood clotting. This might do this. Hey, we also have monoclonal treatments. We have remdesivir. We have all these things. Give us a menu of things and make the vaccine one of them. It's just so weird just to be pushing one thing because I think that's why Biden has more deaths under his watch than Trump did without a vaccine because they're so focused on one thing and they're actually hiding treatments that might save a life. (laughs) <laughs> of course. I mean, it's tunnel vision, right? It, it's, it's, you know, it is, uh, it, it, we see it in the restaurant industry, restaurants that are doing really well a couple of years on one item and they don't, they don't grow, right? They don't actually, um, you know, amorphosize with the times, with the demand, with the markets, with the free market. Instead, they focus on that and they ultimately go out of business. I mean, that's not what we do here in America. We like a varied menu. We like various approaches to things. That's what capitalism is all about. But when you start to see just this one track socialistic viewpoint within the medical community, I get nervous, especially when it's at the expense of things like exercise, healthful eating, going outside, getting sunlight, taking natural you know, vitamins, all of those things. I'm not saying that it's it's either or, but I do think that there needs to be at least some focus put into that. And when we talk about foods, I always get into this with foods. I say, we don't understand what powerhouses our foods are when it comes to actually creating a healthy immune system. Yeah, absolutely. That healthy immune system can lead to 
really good things, even if you catch a virus. I mean, you can recover quickly. Diet and exercise and good food. Talk about Slapfish. How have you guys recovered from this, um, your franchises? Have you guys been able to keep most of them open? Yeah, we've lost a couple restaurants, but by and large, we've been able to kind of power through. We've got restaurants all throughout the United States. We actually do have one in Orlando, right right by UCF in uh, Waterford Lakes. And uh, oh, what we've yeah, seen... Great. What we've what we've seen really is is that uh, people the demand is there, people are being driven against their will to order food through third party delivery. They want to go into restaurants and they want to dine in restaurants, but restaurants have become so sterile. In many cases, they're removing the tables. Everybody is masked. The attitude, the behavior, the psyche of both the restaurant and the consumer is just very, uh, you know, broodingly negative. So people, people use these third-party delivery apps, right? You get lower quality food in that manner. You pay excess for packaging, and then you give 30 cents on every dollar to these third-party delivery outlets. So for us, it's what our, what our customer base is going to look like in what market and project according to that. We obviously never anticipated a hiccup in which we would have such massive spikes in the cost of both supply and labor, which sent us spiraling. And we didn't increase prices because we were we were actually hoping that it was transitory. And we still haven't increased prices because we don't want to stick our consumers. We want them to be able to eat healthy, sustainable, well-managed seafood, which is incredible when it comes to iron and, you know, vitamins B and K and all of the necessary elements that can create a strong immune system. So we've been really doing a lot of cost benefit analysis ourselves as a business to be able to give our consumers the best opportunity to continuously eat healthy seafood without also losing the business out from underneath us by virtue of all these rising costs. Well, we got a lot of listeners in that area in Waterford Lake. So make sure you guys go check out Slapfish there and get a good experience. Because like you said, Andrew, it's about the experience. The delivery food, by the time you get it, it's cold. And it just yeah. it reflects badly on the restaurant without it meaning to. It, they, restaurant doesn't mean to reflect it badly, but you have to do it. And it's just not the same. It's not the same. Before we go, one last question. What is your favorite dish to cook for Christmas? What is What are some of your favorite Christmas ideas? Well, for Christmas, I always love to tell people about the reverse sear, right? So we're typically, we all think that you want to take a big roast and you want to throw it in an incredibly hot oven to seal the juices in. It's actually quite the opposite. So if you're cooking a roast, you want to start it off in a 250 degree oven and cook it low and slow until it hits about 115 degrees. And then you blast your heat up. There's an enzyme that exists between 80 and 120 degrees that just tenderizes and breaks down all the cellular structure of the meat and keeping it in that low temp zone for as long as you possibly can is the recipe to success then at the end after you blast it then you can glaze it with like a nice herb dijon mustard or you know some sort of a crushed potato chip crust on your roast cut it let it sit or you know remove it let it sit slice it and i guarantee you you'll have the most perfect roast possible no that is fantastic and now i'm really hungry and that's a good time to end the buff show christmas special Chef Andrew Gruel, thank him out. Uh, check him out, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. All right, and you check out his website, guys, chefgruel.com. That'll do it for the Buff Show on this Christmas special. Merry Christmas, everybody, and have a great one out there with your family.